mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey guys, it's Candice and Kayla and we are directionally challenged. Oh yeah, we thought we'd have it all figured out by the time we were in our 30s. But surprise, we don't at all. We don't. Especially no. this morning. It's been a morning of technical difficulties. It's been very interesting. Um, but you know what? We're here and we're doing it and we made it work, didn't we? I know. We did. And none of them were that entertaining. So we've edited them all out. Um, but just because they were that miserable, you know, it's just oh, like nothing yeah. seems to be working. It's one of those days. Um, but you know what? At least it's like the holiday time. So I'm just going to kind of lean into that. That's right. That's a I good mean, feeling. you're really cute in your red. I love how festive you are. Did you plan to wear red as, during the holidays while we're recording the holiday episodes? You know what? It fits. So this is why I'm wearing it. <laughs> that face. I get it. Well, you, you look it's beautiful. Expandable. Oh, you look gosh, beautiful you. and very you festive. Know. And I love it. I love it so much. I was going for a vibe like what like if I could look like a Christmas tree skirt, like just like this giant 
red velour skirt under a Christmas tree. You know, that was <laughs> you, my vibe You achieved today. it. You achieved it in a very glamorous, chic way. Um, oh, bless you. Speaking of glamorous and chic, you guys, we have two lovely women on today who really, honestly, don't seem very directionally challenged at all. They seem to have their lives totally together. And we were definitely not this together at 25. I mean, I know I wasn't. And Candace, I think maybe you can join me in that. Yeah, no, I was not at all. Um, We were just talking about how, you know, when we were in our mid 20s, the idea of, you know, work was like, okay, yeah, like we have our jobs, but then like, what are we going to like do for fun? Like, you know, it wasn't, we didn't really like clock out, clock in, you know, that was it. It wasn't just like, how can we monetize like this other time in our life to like build our brand and our businesses? But I love this. Like, it's like, they are completely, you know, this is, I'm going to say this multiple times throughout this episode, but taking charge of their own destiny. And it's really inspiring. And so for any of our listeners who like to write in and ask us like, you know, how do you build a podcast? How do you build a brand? This is the episode for you. Absolutely. You guys, today we are sitting down with JC Marie and Chelsea Jade from What We Said. They have a an amazing podcast, but not only that, they are two best friends who are originally from Arizona. JC is an influencer who is most known for her incredibly aesthetically pleasing Instagram feed. And Chelsea is a certified health coach and has a range of health and wellness ebooks. Both JC and Chelsea have YouTube channels and a really fun podcast. Like we said, we talk candidly with them about business business, about relationships, about how to build your brand. And they are so honest and forthright with us. And they have a really good sense of business at such a young age. I am in awe of both of them. So without further ado, here is our conversation with JC Marie and Chelsea Jade. And we are here with JC Marie and Chelsea Jade. Hi, guys. So happy to see you and to be here together. We had quite the the morning of technical difficulties just now. (laughs) This is real life. It's live. We're doing this. Um, We're finally all together. As Candace said, she had the spinning wheel of death for a little while (laughs) there, trying to figure out her end of um, all of this crazy technology. And um, we're just happy to have you guys here. You guys are super cute. And... Thank For those you. that can't see them, they have matching headphones and a cute pink wall. <laughs> I mean, you guys just have it together. <laughs> we try. We try. We try. Thank you so much for having us. Yeah. We're excited. Of yeah, I feel like you, you guys don't have these technical difficulties because you guys have like beyond the podcast, anyone who's able to create anything on YouTube, I'm in awe of because <laughs> all I know how to do on YouTube is put on those little toy unwrapping videos for my four-year-old. And I'm like, that's it. That's all mommy knows how to do. I would never know how to upload anything or any of it. We're lucky we have techie husbands. Yeah. They come into Uh, our our rescue lots of times. Yeah, we do the bare minimum. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) To be honest. That makes me feel so much better. Yeah. (laughs) That makes me feel so much better. Um, Well, you guys are so cute. So you guys were from Arizona originally. Were you friends there and then decided to move to LA? How did you meet? How did you formulate your brands? It's such a fascinating story. Yeah, our, our whole love story. Wow. We we have been best friends since we were 15. We're 25 now, so 10 years. And so we met in high school, became BFFs. We were super, we, we had danced together and we annoyed everyone. But also like everyone was always saying, you guys need to start your own TV show. Like we just have fun, you know, we just have fun together. So 
Um, I, oh gosh, I'm like, how do I condense this? I know. But basically, 10 years and one. I moved to California. We both got married within a month of each other, which was also okay. really crazy. And then um, we both got married young. And then Chelsea has moved around a lot with her husband for his job and stuff. And my husband and I ended up moving to California and to pursue photography, videography, um, and kind of like lifestyle, you know, content creation and stuff like that. And then we started our podcast on a whim, like two and a half years ago, didn't even live in the same state. It was just this weird, we, we swear it's just fate because it didn't make any sense for us to start a podcast and podcasts weren't even super big at the time. Um, and then we just started on a whim and it started growing. And so Chelsea moved out here, like almost a year ago. Yeah. I've been doing it ever since right before quarantine hit. So right before. Wow. Good timing. Yeah. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. So we quarantined together and podcasted the whole time and it was great. (laughs) That's what I was going to ask if you guys were able to quarantine together. That's really fortunate to be able to have like your little built-in community of, you know, I mean, obviously, you know, I know that there's the, what are they called? It's, I know that this is like the more adult version, what you guys are doing, but those houses, this is my pregnancy brain talking. Sorry. (laughs) Bear with me. The houses where all like the TikTok people live. Yeah. And then there's like a name for it. What's the name? Like the hype house. Hype house. Yes. The hype house. (laughs) The hype house. But you guys are like the cool, like more business oriented, like (laughs) get shit done house. Yeah. Yeah, A little bit older too. Yeah. 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 For sure. So then what did inspire you guys to um, essentially, obviously you're both very driven independently, but then what made you guys want to build a brand together um, as friends, business partners, and just women who'd known each other for a long time? Well, I was a health coach. So like JC was saying, we kind of moved after we both got married, we kind of both moved away. Me and my husband moved around a lot. JC and her husband moved to California And so I had got my health coaching, like holistic health coaching um, certificate. And JC at that point had started like a couple businesses. So when we started the podcast, we wanted to originally like our intention was to inspire and entertain. That's like what we wanted to focus on. And that's what we knew. And then the name and everything kind of came later. But we wanted to kind of take my health aspect of it and then also JC's like business side of it and make something with, you know, that girls our age could go to to again, feel inspired, but also we read funny stories. We obviously have like a very weird, random sense of humor. So we wanted like people who were like us to have a community of like, where it's like, we don't take life too seriously, but we also, you know, are determined and motivated and we're interested in health and we're interested in business and kind of create like a little hub for people like us. Yeah. And I can't, we kind of talked about this on a recent podcast or maybe it was one I was on, but, um, we always heard like, don't work with your friends. Like don't start a business with your best friend. Um, don't live with your best friend. Like we've done all A, B, and C. So we're like, (laughs) at this point it's, it's hard because I feel what I was saying when I was on this podcast is like, I feel like our chemistry that we have, like could never be replicated. And it's something that's so special. I totally understand why people say don't get into business with your friends. Cause you know, if something bad happens, it can cause a problem, but I just feel like I'm so glad that we did start it and that we just get to do this every week because there's something so special about this, like bond and this chemistry that we have for knowing each other for so long. Mm -hmm. And 
you know, just like when you're doing a podcast with your friends, I feel like there's something different about it. Even when we have our friends on our podcast, people are like, those are their favorite episodes because we all know each other and we're all have this chemistry. So I think it just kind of fit together like really well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When it fits, it fits totally. And that's the thing too. Candace and I, um, you know, similar thing. We just decided to start the podcast on a whim. And sometimes when you are inspired, but there's no pressure to make it anything specific, it just kind of formulates and becomes what it needs to be. And having those communities that people can kind of go to, especially now more than ever with the state of the world, it's so nice to have community. And that is so important. Um, you guys are super successful at such a young age. And I know a lot of our listeners, um, look up to that and really uh, see that and are inspired by that. Did you guys have any mentors or someone who inspired you along the way? Or do you have them now? Have they changed in the course of the 10 years? Oh, gosh, I know. It's a hard question. Yeah, I feel like I have a lot of people that I look up to. I, I have met some of my best friends through Instagram. And I feel like a lot of my best friends do happen to be in the industry where they work as influencers or business owners. And like, I am surrounded by so many people that can give me advice. Like I was on the phone with my friend, Christine, the other day, her username is hello fashion blog. And she, um, she's definitely been like a mentor to me for years. And she's, I don't even know how much older than me she is probably like eight years older than me or something. And we were on the phone and she's like, we should have monthly like business calls where we just talk about like, what's been working for you on social media? Like what trends are you seeing? What's, what are you struggling with? And I was like, that's so awesome that I have like women around me who want to help and like are in the same industry. So I feel like personally, I've been surrounded by so many people as I've gone from photographer to kind of influencer that have been like so willing to help me. And a lot of them, pretty much all of them are women, which is so cool. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, I have so many, I know just thinking about what we did. Wait, was it a whole episode that we did about this one time? Like, yeah, finding mentors or something. We basically Mm -hmm. had a whole podcast episode about this one time where we talked about who our mentors have been or like people that we look up to. And we kind of talked about how there's not like one person that we look up to that's, you know, everything to us. It's like each person in our lives kind of serves a different purpose. And there's some people that I follow on social media, or maybe I listen to their podcast and it's like, I love how they think about health or I love how they think about money or something, but maybe I wouldn't, you know, go to them for photography advice or I wouldn't go for them. You know, they're not my mentor in every area, which is the beauty of social media. Cause you can kind of follow a broad, like a broad spectrum of people to get to your inspiration from and to get different pieces of perspective, which is really nice because you're not talking to only one person and like seeing that person's view on everything. Um, so I know we both listen to a lot of different podcasts. Like we both love Ed Milet. We love the skinny confidential. Um, there's some other podcasts that I like that are health wise, like the plant proof podcast. Um, but then also like each other, I feel like from the podcast, we've both, we both have learned so much from each other. Like JC's my business mentor. And I feel like I'm like, I'm your health mentor, (laughs) but really though, (laughs) but it's nice. Like JC was saying to have people around you that, you know, they don't necessarily have to be so much older than you, but they know, you know, everyone's an expert at something. So to have and find that in everybody that you meet, you know, it could just be a random stranger on the street and not just someone who has, you know, so many followers or is this famous or, you know, has this much money. What I think is so interesting about social media is just, it's, it's, 
come up very quickly, you know, and even though there's not a big age difference, you know, in the scheme of things between, you know, us, all, all four of us. And then also, obviously there's a bigger age difference, like when you get to like 20 years, but the fact is that like, even just like a five to 10 year window, I think has such a different perspective on like what social media means where I feel like Mm. for me, you know, in my like mid thirties, it's like, Oh, it's a way for me to, you know, share a part of who I am with society and share pictures of my life growing in the world and who that is. Whereas it's so fascinating to hear you guys talk of just the, obviously there's an element of that, but more primarily like the business opportunities that it presents for you guys and the ability it gives you to own your own destiny, essentially. Mm -hmm. And then if you go 10 years younger than you, I feel like it's, this is how people communicate. This is how people text, this is how people socialize. And so, you know, it's still so brand new in this grand scheme of things, but it's interesting how even just like a little grouping of years you know, five to 10 years, it's like a drastically different perspective. Because hearing you guys talk about it, it's like, yeah, that that, these are excellent points. I mean, it's a social networking tool, which I don't, I think I'm like just now grasping (laughs) it like, oh, that's cool. I guess I should use that. And so I'm just like, here's a cute picture of like our family on holiday. (laughs) You know what, though, I think sometimes that's the best way to go about it. Um, because I was saying when I started to grow on social media, I was in high school and um, that was it was just when Instagram had become a thing. And I was kind of using it in a different way than my friends where I would post my photography. People are like, they would just post, you know, these like little photos. But um, I was so naive to, I had no idea what social media could become. So I just kind of what you were just saying, I'm just like posting what I love casually. And then it turns into this thing. And I think a lot of times when you're not trying so hard, that's when everything flows. So sometimes like I'll get in the stage now where because I know it's such a business opportunity and because I know the potential of like, oh, if this blew up, then you know what I mean? I could gain this many followers and I'd be making double what I'm making now. When you know those things, sometimes it makes creating harder and more of like this business process instead of just like a fun creative process like it used to be. You know what I mean? Right. It sucks the inspiration out of it a little bit. Totally. Can you guys share with our listeners a little bit of um, for anyone who doesn't really understand or grasp the idea of what it means to build a following and monetize that into financial opportunity? um, Like, obviously, you don't have to go through the entire (laughs) process of it. But just like an overview of if anyone's like, Oh, that sounds really interesting to me. And all you have to do these quote unquote influencers, they take a picture with like a cute coffee mug, and then that's it. Like that it's much more involved than that. Yeah. Well, I'll let JC take this because that's definitely her area of expertise. But I wanted to say about what you kind of said earlier about like the pressure when you start a podcast, when we're talking about, you know, you just want to start it on a whim and you don't have the pressure of like, this needs to be this exact thing. Like you don't have that pressure. That's where the magic happens, like you're saying. And we talk about this, actually, we have like this, this online course called Balance Boss, where we talk about like health and business and kind of how they relate to each other. And we have a bunch of different like courses coming and um, it's kind of like our podcast is more of a fun place and our Balance Boss is more of, you know, 
business and, and health oriented, um, but mostly like how to achieve success and happiness in those areas and not just necessarily like how to get a million followers and how to, you know, make this much money, how to have the perfect body, but how to find happiness in like who you are today. And one of the main things we talk about is success is mostly found when you stop shooting on yourself, when you stop telling yourself what it should be and you just let it be what it is as it is today. And you can, you know, apply that to your body. Like when you're shooting on your body and telling it like what it should look like, you're missing out on the amazing body that you already have. I feel like that's a big reason our podcast has been successful. Is, and we talk about this all the time is because we never, ever should on our podcast. We never say like, well, we should be doing this instead. We should, you know, be this for these people. And we need to, you know, do this. And it should look differently than it is. We kind of just go with let it be yeah and just go with what's working today and we enjoy it and I think our listeners can feel that energy that we're just like happy with how it is and we're you know staying positive and we're not always I I've said it three times now but like shooting on ourselves yeah I love I it agree. I love that you guys do such a good job with that slogan I mean it's incredible <laughs> Sounds so I didn't fun. make that up I wish I did but <laughs> well first of all I think a lot of people don't completely understand the power of influencing because essentially it's how everything's marketed these days. So people will be like, why are influencers getting paid to do that? Or like, why, you know, why are they getting paid so much for this or that if they have a million followers? And it's like, because that is so, what's the word I'm looking for? Valuable to a brand to have their products seen by a million people. Um, and so I think like a lot of people don't even kind of grasp like that concept. So I know that's probably obvious, but I just wanted to say that because I think sometimes people get confused about that. But as far as like, you know, organizing it all, I mean, gosh, it is definitely more than just taking a photo. And I always think of it as like my life up to this point, like it's a, it's a cum accumulation of that's the right word of like 10 years of work where I am right now is, is that. So a lot of people are like, they want to get followers. They want to get followers fast. They want to build a brand, but it does for some people, they can grow overnight. But for most people, it takes a long time to build credibility with your audience and, you know, build a brand. Like, I feel like that takes years, um, which a lot can be daunting if people are interested in it. Um, and that being said, a lot of people can, grow quickly and it's not always the case, but, um, it definitely is so much more work behind the scenes because what people don't see is going back and forth with the brands. They have very specific things in mind that they want to portray when you're filming Instagram stories. I was joking the other day. I'm like, I wanted to get my assistant and my husband. I wanted to give them like, not the, they don't, it's not always script, but like talking points for like an Instagram story campaign and have them try and do it naturally because like those little things are harder than I think people think. And I know that sound that could sound dumb, but when brands give you a product and they give you talking points and it's like your job is to be natural and, and kind of like sell this to your audience. And of course, and you have a list of 20 words you're not allowed to say and 20 words you're supposed to incorporate naturally. It's like, yeah, it's like it's, a puzzle. It's this whole thing. But so I think those are the little things that people don't see. Um, and of course, it's a lot easier if you just actually only work with brands that you absolutely love, because then it's not that hard to talk naturally about them, obviously. Um, but yeah, I think I always say 
I know this is cliche, but like be yourself. I always say your niche is you. It's not, you don't have to externally search. Like what is my niche that I need to be talking about? Because a lot of people say like to grow, you need to have a very specific niche. But then I think that just, you know, kind of paralyzes people because they don't know what their niche is. And that's why I say you are your niche. No one is you. No one has your personality. There are a million influencers in this world, millions. And it's like, but the, the thing that makes you unique is the way you present information, not necessarily what information you're presenting. And I think what you hit on is really important to uh, highlight is that you need to make sure that you have a specific relationship and credibility with your followers, that the amount of followers isn't always necessarily the top priority, but making sure that you have a specific relationship with them, that they trust you, that it is like this kind of mutually beneficial experience because they are looking for inspiration. We all go to Instagram and the internet and um, social media to find inspiration and to sometimes escape the craziness of the world that's happening. And so um, you want to find a community that you love. And so for you to develop that relationship is really important. And then, you know, to make sure that when you have a contract that has specific talking points that you still also believe in what you're talking about, you're not going to advertise a product that isn't necessarily something you don't believe in just to make money, which is important as well. But you're right. There's a total business side to all of it that people don't always know how long these contracts are and how many stipulations there are for you to uphold. Um, has there ever been an instance where you felt a little bit like regretting that you signed on to a contract and felt like maybe this wasn't something you wanted to do? 100%. Oh my gosh. I feel like a lot of times I feel like brands will kind of present things one way and then not, I don't want to say trick you, but it's like you agree. And then once you get the contract, it's like, wait, I don't want to do that though. Like recently I was working with a brand and I liked the brand a lot and I liked just everything about what they were telling me. So I was like, yeah, I'd love to do this. And then when they told me like what I had to do for the photo, it was like this whole setup that I was like, that would not like, that's not my style at all. I would never really do that. But the thing is that I think people don't know, like a lot of my friends who start off and they want to build a brand and stuff, they'll just go along with whatever a brand says. They're just like, okay, like, gosh, I have to do this thing. And I'm like, no, you don't. Like I will go back because I want the brands. I have the brand's best interest. I want it to perform well for their sake and for mine. So when they tell me like, oh, this, you have to set up this, you know, photo shoot with this prop. And I'm like, that's not my style. Mm -hmm. I will just straight up tell them that, hey, I don't think this will resonate very well with my audience. And I'll come up with an alternative idea that I think would would work really well and say, how about this? 99% of times they're like, yeah, if you think that'll do best, then great. So I think people need to keep that in mind that you really have more control than you, like some people think. So you should never be posting stuff that you don't feel comfortable posting. Yeah, you're working for each other. Like you and the brand are working for each other. You're not just working for the brand in terms of, you know, they're your boss. Yeah. And those pictures live forever. Exactly. Yeah. Um, So Chelsea, what is your perspective then on, with the background in holistic health, of being online and using social media? Like, I don't know if you've seen, we talked about it a little bit, 
um, Kayla and I have talked about the social dilemma. I don't know if you guys saw the documentary. Obviously, there's a lot of articles and documentaries all on the same subject about how like, you know, the technology is essentially using us. How, what do you, how do you find that balance then? Well, I haven't actually seen the social dilemma yet, but from what I've heard, and my husband actually does like Facebook and Instagram advertising. So he's told me all about how we're being watched and, you know, (laughs) why they know what they know. And like, if you, you know, linger on something and um, all of that. But in terms of me finding my place online, what I was going to say about even podcasting is when people ask, you know, I want to start a podcast. Me and my friend want to start a podcast, but we don't know the name. We don't know what we want to talk about. Like maybe we'll talk about plants or something, whatever it is. And we always tell them like, just start talking and you'll find your place. Maybe it's not in the first episode. Maybe it's not in five episodes, but eventually you'll find what works for you. And I feel like that's kind of what I had to do with my online presence, Um, especially after we started the podcast. It wasn't you know, I had started my health coaching. So I was like, okay, I should probably build an online presence. And, you know, I made a separate health account and I thought that's what I was going to do and just post health stuff all the time. And then, um, we started the podcast and I was like, well, I should probably build my personal brand. Do I separate my personal brand from my health brand? Like, and JC would be like, well, you know, it's all you. So you have to kind of, you don't want to have seven different accounts where people are always going like, oh, well, this part of me, you know, I like, to talk about health. And then I also like to talk about, you know, movies. So I'm going to have a whole separate Instagram account for that. The more people know you, they're going to, it's like she was saying, there's no necessarily niche. And I had to kind of get over that at first and be like, okay, I can still post. Like I love fashion. I love to post, you know, outfit photos. I also love to make stupid skits on TikTok and like just random things that I was like, those never would fit together. Like, how am I going to make my own personal brand? All of those things, they have nothing to do with each other, but somehow once you just keep doing it and you're like, okay, I'm going to post what I want to post, you know, maybe you're not happy with it right now, but again, being like, okay, what's working? What do I like about this? Okay. I can kind of move forward with that and you'll find like where you fit in, I guess. And I feel like I'm getting to that point right now with JC's help letter. She's my businessman, like manager, but (laughs) Like getting to that place where I'm like, okay, I can see how these things all, you know, go into my brand because they're all part of who I am. Like fashion, you know, random. We literally will do TikTok dances. And then later we we teach like an online business course, which doesn't seem to, you know, (laughs) correlate, but that's just who we are. And I feel like people resonate with that and they, you know, know us. So, um, right. The common thread is you, which is like the most important thing. And that's what you guys are really talking about is owning your authenticity. And just diving deep into that, which is so wonderful because for a long time when social media first started, I feel like people were trying to kind of fit into a certain box and now it's taken a next step. It's been a long round uh, around long enough where people are now choosing to own who they are and own their quirkiness and their weirdness and all that good stuff. Hey guys, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back in just a minute. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. 
So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. It's time to get more in 2024. I know for me, one of my goals is to feel really strong this year. And honestly, so far, so good. Because that's where 310 Nutrition comes in. It's helping me and our listeners in the new year with protein and super rich food products with so many options and flavors. Right now, I have the chocolate bliss and caramel sundae, and they are both so (laughs) delicious. I have to hide them from my husband so that he doesn't steal them too. They're a triplex protein blend, plant-based proteins that include pea, brown rice, and pumpkin that leave me feeling full. 310 Nutrition also has a hydrate electrolyte drink mix. My favorite is the peach mango flavor. So not only am I hydrating and drinking water, I have an electrolyte blend, vitamin blend, and it's sugar-free. With one stick of hydrate mix into 16 ounces of water, and it can provide the same amount of hydration equal to drinking two to three bottles of water. Thank you. This way I can keep my resolution, keep feeling strong, have greater focus, feel refreshed, and maintain my hydration without having to drink as much. One of my favorite refreshing water enhancers they have is the lemonade flavor. It gives me energy. This one's also sugar-free. It's used with real lemons and it's pH balanced. And this also offers the same hydration as two to three bottles of water. Right now, 310 is celebrating a new year of goals with code CHALLENGED and giving our listeners 50% off up to $100 for your first order. With so many sample packs, new products, it's really fun and easy to put together an order or start a subscription on products that you know you'll use and will help you keep your resolution. So go to 310nutrition.com and use the code CHALLENGED right now for 50% up to $100 for your first order. That's 310-nutrition.com and use code CHALLENGED. It's all the good stuff your body needs in flavors you crave. So be healthier effortlessly. back. 
Do you guys feel like with the holidays coming up and all of that, do you plan sort of I guess we can't really do Christmas parties, but I'm thinking about how I took my daughter to the pumpkin patch. It was super fun. But then a lot of the experience was like, oh, we got to get a good picture because not only do you want the picture, but you feel this pressure, like you want to share it with your followers. And so how much do you have you found that balance of finding time to truly celebrate the traditions of the holidays and all of that, but then also finding um, the balance of celebrating it and sharing it with your following? What does yeah, that balance look like? It's a little unfortunate because to me, like the first thing that comes up when I think about Christmas is like, oh, making a blog post of like all my favorite Christmas items to like link for my followers <laughs> instead of like, oh, I get to, you know, spend time with family. Um, but I, right. even with health, I feel like I always say the pursuit of balance is where you're going to find balance. So I don't think neither of us are ever you know, in that place where we're like, we have the perfect balance between, you know, when we go on a trip and enjoying the moment and also, you know, taking photos, I feel like the pursuit of that balance helps us feel more present in general. And we're not perfect. I mean, I'm, I guess I'm speaking for myself, but I'm like, I am perfect. <laughs> Don't speak for me. I'm perfect. Um, but even when we went to Paris last year, um, exactly a year ago, basically, we were kind of talking about this exact thing where, we were like, we want to enjoy Paris. And yes, there's obviously amazing photo opportunities. And yes, we have, we did bring a lot of outfits to shoot, but also we want to be able to, you know, have moments that we're not posting on Instagram and having moments that we're not thinking about how will this look? Um, and I think when you get rid of the pressure, you can, you can take photos. Some of our favorite memories are photo shoots. Some of our favorite memories are like, you know, again, taking photos at the Eiffel Eiffel Tower or something like that. And I, again, I think when you just take away the pressure off of everything, it makes things not a, as big of a deal and not as stressful. Therefore, you can actually enjoy it. Like it can still be a memory if you are taking an Instagram photo. Definitely. And for me, you know, because posting content is my job, um, I have found that just kind of setting aside days where I take a lot of cute photos and then even in Paris, we did that where one of the days we're like, okay, we're dedicating this to taking a bunch of photos for our podcast, Instagram, for our personal Instagrams, just, you know, cute outfits that we wanted to link or whatever. And then for the rest of the time, we tried to kind of just not like take, you know, candid photos here and there, but it wasn't like, okay, every spot we go to, this is a photo shoot. And if you kind of can set that, that, uh, time aside, because it is a job. So it's like, you don't want to just ditch your phone for the whole trip, but um, and your followers love to come along, you know, and we love sharing it. It's like, that's why we have this job is because we actually enjoy taking photos and sharing mm -hmm. it with people. So again, but it's like, when you do put that pressure on yourself, it's like exactly what you were saying. That's when the inspiration starts to die, where it's like, I have to get this photo on this trip and then no, it's no longer fun. It's just a chore. Right. So Yeah. But that's what I think is so impressive is just exactly what you just said. Like, this is a job and you set your work hours to work. Like, this is something that, uh, you know, enables you to put food on your table. And so it's so easy, I think, for people just to write it off as like, oh, those, you know, influencers, like that word has such like a broad, it, like there's very different opinions of that word floating around. And I'm sure you guys feel both sides of it. Um, but that's why I think it's really impressive um, for anyone listening that might be, you know, frustrated by the term influencer to hear like the fact that, yeah, it's a job and you guys 
own your own shit. Like, that's really cool. Like you, you know, you're building your brand and at such a young age. And, and again, kind of going back to what I said, you're taking control of your destiny, which I think, especially as young women, it's like, absolutely. Like that should be encouraged 100%. Thank you. I agree. Yeah. (laughs) Same. So you guys are quarantining together or you're in each other's bubble, right? Like quote unquote, these like little quarantine bubbles, because now we're having to learn to live with this new pandemic. And um, will you be spending the holidays together or will you go back to your families? What are those plans looking like? I think we'll go back to our families. Our families both live in Arizona, like 10 minutes away from each other. So, which is nice. (laughs) Yeah, it's fun. Convenient. (laughs) It is convenient. Um, so yeah, I think we'll go home. I actually haven't even like planned that much. Yeah. It's weird. It's creeping up so fast. I feel like I'm just shocked, but yeah. Um, I think we'll go back home. Yeah. Um, do you think your holiday plans will be different because of the pandemic or will there be traditions you're going to try and keep? Um, because you know, I, Candace and her husband, Joe throw this most epic Christmas party every year. Tons of people. We're talking. No, it's really, it's really true. Like a mariachi band comes at like 1 a.m. And like Santa's been hanging out, singing Christmas carols. Everyone is just the best version of themselves with, you know, some courage in there. Um, And so I think it's one of those things where that is, to me, a huge part of the holiday season and something I look forward to every year. And that's not going to happen this year because hundreds and hundreds of people in their awesome, massive house is just not going to work. So, you know, holiday plans will change. And I'm having to come to terms with that and realizing, okay, it might be a smaller, we celebrate Christmas. So it might be like a smaller, quieter Christmas this year. And what's that going to look like? What traditions are important enough to try and keep and what can change? Um, I know you guys said you haven't really thought about this, but what, what are you thinking it will look like for you? Because it will be different. You know, I wish I could say I was more popular and that I did used to go to holiday parties all the time. But when I think about it, I'm like, honestly, I usually just hang out with um, I have five siblings and then my husband has three siblings. So we have like a decently big family and my siblings are like my best friends. So every year I'm like, I can't remember the last time I went to a big like holiday party that wasn't, you know, when I worked at a retail place or something. But I feel like this makes me sound so lame, but I feel like they're going to be similar because I always have like small, you know, Christmases anyways. Yeah. I was going to say, I only have two siblings and we're probably just going to go home and spend Christmas with our family. And like on Christmas Eve, we usually order Chinese takeout and like open pajamas. And I'm like, I feel like that's probably (laughs) what we'll do. So I don't think it's going to change that much. I feel like if we were to stay in LA and we had family here, we probably, if the pandemic wasn't happening, would maybe have like, you know, be going to some sort of Christmas events and stuff. But yeah, I, I feel the same way. I'm like, I, unfortunately, I don't have that many friends. So I feel like I'll just yeah. be chilling <laughs> with the fam. We're not missing out on too much. Yeah, I think that's I a good it. thing. Yeah, you have like a solid group of people that you celebrate with. Sounds like you guys just need to get some awesome matching onesies for all your siblings and enjoy that Chinese and opening gifts and just enjoy being together because exactly even, you know, with the pandemic and all of that, I think that time with family is going to be more precious this year because of everything we've been through. Totally. We have totally both appreciated like being, um, with the people, you know, not taking for granted, hanging out with people and like seeing people and interaction, especially because, 
we both live in LA and we don't have that many friends in the first place, but I feel like seeing other people, like even when I see someone I haven't seen since quarantine started, I'm like, oh my gosh, it's so nice to see you. Like, I cannot believe that I haven't seen you in so long versus before I kind of always wanted to just stay at home and like not socialize. And so now I feel like the holidays will probably be more special, even when, if you're with the same people, because you appreciate it more. Totally. So I know a lot of people have, um, you know, or maybe a little nervous going home for the holidays, being with family in case that there's any tensions or I don't know, we've talked about it on this podcast, Kayla and myself, that we've forgotten how to interact socially because we've been quarantined all year. So I Googled some holiday icebreaker questions Wow, um, that we can all participate in just in case any of us feel frozen in our ability to communicate with each other whether friends or family. Thank um, you. I would love so, to role play these icebreaker <laughs> questions. Let's do it. So these are for you. Okay, guys. Um, if you could be a character in a holiday movie, who would you be and why? Wow. Ooh. Why can I, I only think of the Grinch right now? I cannot think of any other <laughs> holiday Wait, I'm movies. I'm thinking of, I'm, I'm blanking on her name right now. Who is the actress in the holiday? I know which one, Kate Winslet or Cameron Diaz? Or Cameron Diaz. I was ready. I think I'm thinking of Kate Winslet. She's the Wait. one that in the LA house with the giant mansion with the guy yes. that's like breaking her heart. Oh, Cameron wait, Diaz wait. is the one doing it with Jude Law. That's the one I want to be. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cameron Diaz. Yes. Good choice. That's Good who choice. I would be. Yep. Wow. Him in that movie. Gosh, everything. I know. Good and then one. he cries. He's like all emotional with like, mm-hmm. and he's got the little, I know. I know. That's a great one. Yeah, that's my pick. You want to be Cindy Lou Who? I literally can't think of any other Christmas movies besides um, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, like the old, old, like claymation version and the Grinch. So maybe I would be literally, um, there's not, there's not many great characters in the Grinch. You should be, you should be Zoe Chanel in Elf. Oh yeah. Okay. I'll be her. I'm like, thank you for my icebreaker question. (laughs) Hope you're at the holiday parties with me. <laughs> I love it. Okay, so what is your least favorite holiday side dish? Okay, my least favorite holiday dish is definitely stuffing. It's for Thanksgiving. What? But no. yeah. Yes, I do not like it at all. And I try every year because actually Thanksgiving is a almost a bigger deal in my family than Christmas. Like my family really goes all out for Thanksgiving. My mom's an amazing cook. Like they really take it to the next level. So I know that the stuffing that I'm getting is like the best of the best. And I just still can't. I'm like, it's just not good. The texture, not thing. the taste, everything just point blank. Like don't like mm, it. That's weird. I wish I did. Interesting. I would say my least favorite dish is anything so I'm vegan. Anything that people make that like could so easily be vegan, but they just decide to add cheese or eggs to it. Like, so not like they don't need to. That's my least favorite dish every time. Like what? Like what's a good holiday dish then for someone who is maybe cooking for a vegan and their family? Um, well, first of all, this is what I tell people who are like, oh my gosh, the holidays are stressing me out because like I'm, I just started being plant-based and my family isn't, um, Luckily, my family is actually mostly plant-based, but my in-laws are not. And I always tell them, don't prep anything for me. Sweet potatoes are always great. It's easy for them to um, make. Mm -hmm. Like you can, you know, bake a sweet potato or have like sweet potato fries. uh, Very, you know, holiday-esque. But for the most part, banana bread can easily be vegan. Um, Main dishes, though, I always say like, don't worry about me. Like I will either eat before or I can snack on like the fruit bowl, the, you know, salads, the potatoes. 
Um, I'm trying to think I of feel something like, that's. I feel like even with sweet potatoes, people add like butter, or exactly. cheese, like just anything like that. Yeah, and or even any, any vegetable, like a green beans or broccolini yes. or anything. Like instead of you, we don't need the green bean casserole with all the like shit on it. Let's just yes. go like like speak like for yourself. Good, <laughs> no, I'm serious. Like it, those good solid green beans that are cooked well with just like maybe a little olive oil, salt and pepper. Like that is. I think just as delicious, if not more than the like creamed, you know, whatever Candace's mushroom soup. I want them drowning in the mushroom soup. (laughs) That to me is too much. It's just too much. I want those those crispy onions onions on top. That's the only thing the green beans can save themselves with and the like drowning of the creamy mushroom soup. Yeah, I think salt and pepper can save about anything for me. Yeah, there you go. Well, another thing for if people are preparing something is like you said, just keep the base of what you're preparing. You know, if you're making a salad, just keep the salad before you add, you know, the chicken or the cheese or whatever you add to it. Just a little bit of the side, you know, or you're making a casserole and it's just the base is just like potatoes and, you know, veggies and what like olive oil. I don't know. I don't even know how to make a casserole, but, you know, you just keep the base (laughs) a little bit and then, you know keep it for if there's one person or if there's like five people coming then you have options for them you know yeah but as speaking for most vegans we don't expect people to go out of their way to you know make something for us i'll usually bring what i want to eat anyway so i'm like oh i'll bring something and i'll make it just so i can eat it i feel like it's the traditional mom thing to do to be like oh just just tonight, like here's some rolls, here's some gravy, here's some, just, just eat it, eat it. Like moms mm-hmm. always just want to like comfort you and love you with food. It's yes. like their love language. It's a yes. universal love language for all moms. Um, okay. Last and final question. Would, would you rather work untangling Christmas lights or work as a mall Santa? Untangling Christmas lights. 100%. What? I'm shocked. Oh. There's something satisfying though when you finally get them all untangled. You know, oh when you're God. doing your necklaces and finally like one of them breaks loose and you're just like, oh, that feeling is so nice. I think oh, I would have to hate the Santa. I think I would have to be the Santa. Like you could see people's reactions and like, you know, feels maybe rewarding. But I don't most know. kids are crying and, and sick. sticky. And sticky. and sticky and poopy and, and like have, you know, diapers that haven't been changed uh, yet. It's and, true. and you have to put them it's on your lap. True. Mm-hmm. And all I've spent all day life with I'm crying done, done babies. With yeah. Babies are scared of you, and then they just cry and like scream at you all day. So both are terrible. Yeah, that's true. I'm gonna have to be the Santa though. You have a huge Santa suit like protecting you from that's poop and true. stuff. It's fine. I'm like I'm taking your word for it. You're Santa this year. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. When you guys are back home, then you can be the Santa for everybody. Perfect. And small sandals are taking are taking a seat out this year. Yeah. Right. Well, thank you right. guys so much for joining us on this podcast. JC, Chelsea, thank you so much. Um, where can our listeners find you if they want to follow you independently? Obviously, they can listen to your What We Said podcast anywhere that they listen to their podcast. But where can they follow you on social media? Thank you guys so much for having yeah, us. Thanks. By the way, you guys are great. Um, you can follow me at JC Marie Smith. It's spelled J A C I Marie Smith. Been trying to get the JC Marie username for years. Can't can't get my hands on it. So JC Marie Smith, pretty much on everything, or JC Marie on YouTube. 
And mine is Chelsea Jade Curtis. That's C-H-E-L-S-E-Y, not E-A, not I-E-E-Y. <laughs> and then Jade, like the color Curtis with a C um, on YouTube, TikTok, Instagram. And then our What We Said podcast Instagram is What We Said podcast. Um, and really, I think people should really follow that Instagram because it's a fun time. And we have lots of exciting things coming. Um and then we actually have our Balanced Boss Instagram as well, which is Balanced Boss Co. on Instagram. That's all our health and business courses yes. that are coming out. So that'll be really fun. That's great. And we'll have all those links in our show notes as well. You guys, for those listening, um, if you want to check out the Balanced Boss, Boss courses, which sound really great, um, you can go ahead and click on that. And you guys are just the best and really inspiring. And um, truly, it's really good to have both of you in this space because you're such positive individuals. And I think we can really um, utilize that. And so we're happy to highlight both of you. And thanks for sharing today with us. It means a lot. Thank you so much. Yay, thank you. You guys are awesome. Yeah, thank you. Even though we don't get to have our big Christmas party this year, Kayla, um, if you want, I can still send a mariachi band to your house so you can have an element. You know what? That would make my holiday the best. (laughs) Could you do that for me? Better yet, why don't we virtually learn how to play mariachi instruments? Because, you know, you're not going to be busy with a brand new baby or anything. (laughs) Yeah, not busy at all. Um, I know I am going to miss out on some of those memories, but I like the sentiment from you and JC and Chelsea of just this idea of that we can all slow down and make some new memories is really special and important. So I hope that all of you guys out there are comforted by that idea, inspired by that idea. Um, Remember, enjoy those phones, you know, enjoy those social media posts, but also make time to put them away and just enjoy being with each other because this is really special times. We love you guys. Happy, happy holidays. Um, We have another great episode coming up next week. We'll see you then. Directionally Challenged is a production of Pineapple Productions. Producer, Melissa DeMonts. Edited by Katrina Henning. Post-production sound by Chris Henry. Music by Joe King. And advertising partnership with ACAST. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com.